0: Welcome back to GEMS with Genesis Amara's Kemp. With me today is none other than Professor Temi is what I like to call her and she is definitely a woman on a mission. She is doing some incredible things in the tech space. A little bit about Professor Temi Akowumu. She is the CEO for Top Group Technologies, a multi-award-winning tech company located in Largo, Maryland. She's mentored thousands into tech, an IT trainer, tech CEO, and adjunct professor. With 26 years hands-on tech career in full lifecycle software engineering, data intelligence, cybersecurity, and management, let that rest with you for a second. She also, <laughs> she also has a BS in computer science, a master's in software engineering, a master's in cybersecurity and policy compliance, and currently pursuing her doctorate in advanced computing. She also has some awards, but you know what? I'm going to let Professor Temmie introduce who she is, and a little bit more about what she has going on. But today's topic is breaking into tech. Welcome, Professor Temi. Thank you. How are you doing today? I am doing well, and I totally butchered your last name. So please let my listeners, as well as viewers, know how to accurately pronounce your last name. My last name is pronounced Akinwumi. Akin. Akin will exactly so professor Temi Akin Wumi. She is Nigerian descent, and she is super, super passionate about not only helping her students, but also helping others who are interested in pivoting their careers and breaking into tech. So, Professor Temi, let's talk about your back-end story, and then we're going to bring it home to where you are now. So, did you know that you wanted to go into tech, and what was it like growing up for you? Yeah, thank you for that.
1: Um, Growing up, I, my father he was a math professor. So growing up, I was a first child and my, my parents always pushed for STEM, always want me to like be in STEM, tutoring, math and English at that time. And I'm always doing something. So since my father is a math professor, he teaches math in, in college, I mean, in uh, high school, and um, also part of people that that you know when you have special exams, like the SATs and all that before the computers, they are the ones that grade the maths and science stuff. So I'm kind of in the, in that you know kind of environment. So I I, I don't have a choice than to love maths because all of all of my anytime I'm free, it's like I'm doing something in maths or something. And so I grew to love maths. So when I got to high school, I, I knew I wanted to be a doctor because that was what was invoked then. So I wanted to be a doctor. So I'm in all the doctor's club or the young doctor, scientists. I'm always like in all of those things, always very serious and focused on that. So eventually when I was trying to get into, into university, into, into the university, now I got picked for computer science. And computer science was like, the, it was new at that time. I was like what is that and my dad said this is what it is it's it's new and they picked me and I was like okay so I won't go for to be a doctor anymore I was like okay so he said just go for it so I just because my dad said go for it I said okay let me go for it and I did so it was just few ladies and few guys because they don't have a lot of Things in the lab, we don't have a lot of computers then. So it was just few people to get started. So I was there and I was focused on it, and the rest is history.
0: But were you a bit crushed whenever you pivoted from being a doctor to then computer science? Because it was something new, it was trending, and you were breaking into it. In your heart of hearts, did you miss wanting to pursue? the doctor path or did you just say you know what i'm just gonna try it because my dad said to go for it
1: Yeah, see, one thing about me i i really highly respect my parents opinion about things right now that's how we're trained so my my dad says something you you dare not say no i mean that's it my dad said you're going you have to go for this and that is why it's nice it's good it's just like the other ones too since you are not picked for that just go for this and i said okay and i did and nice. i did so so i did i never regretted it because looking back now i rem- i now knew that god has a plan for it
0: amen and growing up um coming from a nigerian background it's kind of similar to my parents' background, because uh, my dad was South American and my mom is Caribbean. And it's like when your parents say something, it is what your parents say. There's no debate. There's no rebuttal. Although I was a wild card child where I'm like, but, well, why is it this? And I would ask those questions because I'm very inquisitive. And my mom said, when I was growing up, whatever my mother said was final. There was no back
1: and forth. Oh, no, you don't go back and forth. You don't ask questions. You don't ask why okay when your dad says something if you say why that's you're arguing so i dare not say anything if it's my mom maybe i'll still kind of ask why but my dad no says it that's it he knows better than you So <laughs> i was like okay let me just go for it <laughs>
0: all the amount of success that you have right now a bachelor's two master's and now pursuing your phd on top of leading your business what made you want to form your business which for those of you listening and and viewing the name of her business is called top group technology and behind her you could see where it says my it university and then what are the words under my it university professor temi uh, the word on that uh yes. where, on my website? Yes, it says B B and then T E. Oh,
1: oh okay, right here, right? Be Tech Smart. <laughs> yes.
0: So what made you form Top Group Technologies and then launch my IT university? What was the inspiration and motivation?
1: Okay, thank you for that. Um when I was in I've worked in, in corporate America for over 26. I mean, well, I've been in tech for about 26 years. And majority, when I came to this country many, many years ago, I continued my university. I finished up um, here in the U.S. I had my master's, my, my two master's, and now pursuing my PhD. So I was trained here, and I had the opportunity to work for 4,500 companies, big ones, all the big ones. And even the government and the intelligence community, that if I tell you, I have to kill you kind of projects. So <laughs> I noticed that we don't have people of color. You don't have women in, in tech, it's so difficult. I mean, I, I had to be a lead in a lot, a lot of projects where some people don't feel comfortable with me being their lead and they believe sometimes they even ask me, where did your leadership came from? Yes, there's one guy that told me, he interviewed me, they already decided to hire me. Then the new guy came and said, I can pay you that. Then I decided I decide to leave and I said, you know what, I'll pay you. I think you deserve it. And he told me, where did your leadership came from? They always wonder how. So it's there. People of color, women, we are underrepresented. We are marginalized. We are not, they almost don't want to respect us. But they don't have a choice because we are there and we have we, we just have to So One thing is that if we are not allowed to be on the table, we can create our own table. Exactly. Come the, on. The reason why I started is because I want to include my people. I want to be a trailblazer for women. I want to be a trail, trailblazer for people of color. I want to be the bridge and open the doors for them because the opportunity is there. But most of the time, we don't share information. Most of the time, people finish from college. They can't find a job because there's no one to mentor them. So I've seen a lot of this in the industry and I, in the communities. And I believe that people have so much loans, student loan. They can't get a job. How are they going to survive? So you keep seeing the student getting frustrated. Doing all sorts of things because they finish college and there's no job, or they get a job and pay thirty thousand dollars per year for what? When their counterpart on the other side are making like hundred k, but it's nobody to help them, they don't know what to do. So at that point in time, I started, Sixteen years ago, I started my company, and I was like, okay, you know what? I think I have to do something different. I'm making a lot of money. I'm working two three jobs, but life is more than this. So when I reached, when I clock forty. I had a change of mind. I said, you know what? I'm gonna leave all this thing behind. And I'm gonna to focus to start my own company. And I told my husband, my husband was like, go for it. It was a challenge because people think I've lost my mind. They think I'm around crazy. They asked me, you're making 200 k per year, to, to, doing two jobs, three jobs, doing all sorts of things. Why do you want to work for yourself and leave all this thing behind? And I said, I'm restless in my spirit. I'm nonstop. Have this in my mind saying empowerment. I don't know what it is. It's like you're pregnant and I'm restless. I slept, I spent sleepless night praying. What is this? Why I'm restless? Sometimes I lay on the floor for for hours. I'll just be praying. I'll just, I'll just keep seeing it in my spirit. Empowerment. I don't know what it is, so I just got, I was just trying to get started, right, so I I started the company, when I was going back and forth, tried to walk at the side, like more lighting, and then doing this, I can't, because I'll be exhausted, I was a software engineer, so I'll be coding all day, come back, I don't have time for anything, company, so I decided, you know what, I'll just leave this job and focus, so it was a challenge, I had to use my husband's salary to pay for, for rent. We have a space. I have to pay for his rent, for the rent, for the space, pay for my house rent, pay for everything with my husband's salary. And I don't even have a student then. I, you know, So my husband was like, this doesn't make any sense. It's like, you are going to close this thing down because <laughs> it doesn't make no sense anymore. I was like, and I said, I would die doing this than close this thing down. I spent two years on this. It's not making any, any sense yet. So really, it wasn't making any sense. It wasn't making any sense at all. But I just made my spirit that God said, go. Do this thing. So, so that's what just kept me going, going, going. And sometimes I have to pay for the student fee myself. My husband has to pay for it. They not, cannot afford it. So I just was doing it. I paid them to get job. And when I do that, I get excited, happy. On what? There's really nothing to show for it, really. <laughs> And and many years later, people are now seeing what I'm doing. Like United Nations Award, you saw that, U.S. Congress Award, U.S. Senate, two, four senators, Maryland Governors Award, House of Assembly Award, and and counties, two counties award, P.G. County, Prince George's County, Charles County, and so on and so forth on, on what we have been doing, which is giving back to the community and empowering the community. Looking back, now I've mentored thousands of engineers to take into cybersecurity, into software engineering, into cloud data analysis, you know, scrum master, project management, and so on and so forth. So this is what I love to do. And not even me, this is what God has put in my mind. Even though I'm not, no, I'm not here to preach. But this is what this is is real. When you say God talks to people and tell you to go for it, even though you don't know what you're going for this is a true story of what it was, because I don't know what was pushing me to do it. It doesn't make any sense to anybody. It doesn't make sense to me, but something just keep going. Yes. And that's what it is.
0: And I love how you share that because so many people are going through that right now, because think about 2020, the pandemic. All of those people who had those amazing jobs lost their jobs. They had no plan B, nothing to fall back on. And some of them were, were forced into starting a business because they took what they were passionate about and they said, my passion is fueling my purpose. And there were businesses that were formed in the pandemic. When everything else was closing down, people were starting up. Whenever people were getting turned around and said no, they flipped the script on no and they said I'm gonna do it because this is what has been inside of me but I wouldn't have got here if I wasn't laid off if I wasn't furloughed or if I wasn't told no by somebody else so sometimes it's like we're praying for something but then the answer is already inside of us but we're allowing disobedience complacency and comfort zone to stop us from walking it out and then whenever you leave that job with that cush paycheck that lifestyle and you start something new that is unfamiliar to your family members and your friends, they they then began begin to be those dream killers because they don't understand why you are taking risk in certain areas and why you left all the money on the table, but there was something bigger inside of you. And you were talking about you had those restless nights, you had those sleepless nights, and it felt as if you were pregnant. And it was because you were pregnant with your purpose, metaphorically speaking, God was trying to birth something in and through you because he knew that you were going to be the one to deliver people into the tech industry, to open up the doors for people who wanted to do something They wanted to increase their salary. They wanted to break those glass ceilings, but they didn't have somebody who already went before them to really search out the land and be the overseer. Huh. so you you brought all of that experience from searching out the land from working with the government, working with fortune five hundred companies, and doing all these amazing things to now you 're bringing it to people who do not have the resources to pay for that four year degree, but then they could come to my i t university and they could get fed and nourished with all of your years of experience, your wisdom, your knowledge, and your insight, and by you being obedient to what the Holy Spirit was telling you to. Amen. Wow. Yes. (laughs) And so that is just amazing because, oh my gosh, when you said that, I was like, oh my God, that is like my story in a sense because I spent 15 years in corporate America and you are right. There's not a lot of women that are in whether the tech or the oil and gas industry. And then on top of that, a woman of color who wants Mm -hmm. to have a seat at the table to not only be seen, but to be heard. Because sometimes they give us a seat at the table, but they don't want us to open our mouth. They don't want us to speak. And Um, then whenever you do speak, they're like, oh, you're aggressive. Or why are you angry? Mm -hmm. Or... And you're like, I'm not angry. I'm just very passionate about the subject matter. Or they'll ask you, oh, your dress code. Because we can't help that women of color and minority women have a little bit more curves, have a little bit more stuff in the behind than other people who don't look like us. And then you factor that upon... The years I spent to go to school to get my education, plus my background that I'm bringing to the table, how are you telling me that I am not worthy to be in a managerial professional or technical space, but yet this person over here who does not have nearly as much experience as I as I have is making way more money and does not know they're behind from their front. Help me understand. Let it make sense.
1: Exactly. Yes, it does. That's exactly what the story is, you know, so they tend to believe, oh, well, they don't want you to be their boss, they don't want you to be their lead, they think you don't know what you're doing. But now when they see you performing, they they are shocked, like, how can that be? So they have, they are forced to get comfortable with you because they kind of have a stereotypical mindset about people of color. They believe, yeah, they don't know anything. I don't know whatever it is in their mind. I don't even care to know. But I've seen that in the industry a lot, you know. So when now they when they start seeing you perform,ing being responsive, being responsible, being passionate, they don't understand. They don't understand. So now they tend they are, they are forced to reckon with you. They are forced to work with you. They are forced to like you, even though they may not really like you like they should be, but they are forced to. And that's what I've seen. And and so it's, it's now, it depends on you now to know how to not play their game, but be, remain professional. N- not doing the, 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 like, if you can't beat them, join them. Because if not, it's going to bite you. If you tend to become, you know, relaxed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you start chit-chatting or you start being... You know, just doing the wrong things, not unprofessional things. It might be like you, they're the giving you a rope to tie yourself, right? So you never know who you are on the opposite side. So you have to remain professional and just be nice to everybody and just do your job and go and leave. And don't, don't take anything too personal. That's what I do. I don't take anything personal. I don't hate anybody. I don't fight anybody. I just do my things professionally, be everybody's friend. And that's it.
0: Yes, and when you leave work, you leave work at work, and then you Thank know you. that your your mission is bigger than that place of employment, because that place of employment is just a resource for you to fund what you need to do, but it is not an end-all, be-all, and that place of worship is not your God, so never allow a place of employment to be your source whenever you already have a heavenly source. So, Professor Temi, what top um, five tips would you give someone who is... Is interested in breaking into tech?
1: Okay, if you are trying to break into tech, one thing you have to know, I always tell people, think about it, what do you like to do? That even without you being paid for it, you will do it. So that is one thing you have to know. And most of us already have soft skills. Even though you might be thinking, oh yeah, well, I don't have any uh, soft skills. I don't know anything, but you have, you can good communication, right? Some of you can communicate very well. You are good with co- coordinating things. You can think logically. Hmm? You can brainstorm, you know, you are, you are very calculative, like you, you you know how to, you know, do all of those things. You can solve problem, problem solving, you know, all those things. If you have those skills, those are soft skills that you can use to break in into any industry. Especially in tech, we need all of those things, right? So if you have those skills, that's one thing. Think about them. Those you already have them. Then if you have a soft skill, then think about hard skills. There's some hard skills that you will need to have. So if either you're trying to break into cybersecurity or software engineering or, or project management, you need to know what area. For example, now we start with cybersecurity. You know, you'll be working with systems, assessing them, and protecting the system from hacking. At least you will know in a way. Do you like to do such things? Find out what is the day to day in your life of whoever is going to be doing that. If you're software engineer, you're probably going to be doing coding, scripting. Can you do that? Database, coding, scripting, too. Can you do that? Things like that, right? You have to know the hard skills in a way. So the hard skill, you can get in in different ways. So that you go normally, I would rather recommend search for great boot camps or courses that you would do. Universities are okay, but some people cannot afford to go for four year. I mean, four year or programs that are going to cost you a lot of money. If you cannot afford it, then start in whatever way, whatever way you can start. So you can look for boot camps. And um, programs where you can just do some quick courses. Make sure there are certification courses. So at least you have something to show for it. It's just like, not, it's not that you're just going for a course that you don't have anything to show for it. Make sure there are certification courses so you can at least have that certification. So those boot camp, you can use them to leverage with your soft skill to get into this industry that I just mentioned, cybersecurity and all of that. Then at the same time, when you have those skills, you have to have a mentor. Somebody that will train you, mentor you, coach you when you do training make sure that whoever is going to train you is ready to mentor you Is ready to guide you it's ready to hold your hand and when they mentor you they will have to help you with your resume they have to help you with your linkedin profile because that's where all the jobs are now okay your linkedin profile they have to prep you for interviews and they have to be able to be your reference in case you need them to stand for you so this kind of reference this is kind of the people that you need that will help you guide you mentor you so that in case they need to call them to verify who you are you'll be able to 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 have that and also when you are in any of these bootcamp, make sure you are hands on on tools if you have to use tools make sure you understand your work role going be and make sure you are hands on on that make sure your study groups work together and prep yourself so that when you get in it's easy to break in and prep. Pray for interviews, and don't be scared to to step up. When you have interviews, don't be scared to practice. So how do you practice? You look at the role that you're applying for, you look at the role, and then you practice based on those roles. And when you practice based on those roles, right, you look at if there's some skills that you don't have. After you put in those skills, all the the requirements, make sure they, they can show them on your resume before you submit, right? Submit your resume with all those rules that you, you you have on there and you're comfortable with. Once you're preparing for interview, prep with those rules. Understand those rules. And at the same time, if there's any two that you don't understand, go and Google them. Look on YouTube how they work. and make sure you write things down. Always write things down. Always have a journal so that you be always, it, it takes today. have to be a student, someone that will be all time student forever, learning like myself. You see me sitting here, I have books. There's no way I will not have books, okay? There are books all over the place, like I'm a bookshop, right? (laughs) Bookstore. Seriously, I I have books everywhere. It's just so crazy. So you have to always write things down because when you write things down, it stores them on your memory. It's easy for you to quickly have an interview and quickly look at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You quickly review everything. Glancing through it because you wrote it down, it will be in your memory already. So when you just glance through those things you have been writing for that particular interview, guess what? It's like you just... Take a photocopy of everything and store it back. To sit down to talk to the recruiters, to the IRA manager, you are just downloading what you have written and you have studied and you cannot know all those tools. So those are the tricks. Those are the tips that can help you break into tech. And also connect. Connect with people. Connect with recruiters. Develop relationship. One of the great hubs that is out there is Clubhouse. Most people don't know about Clubhouse. Most people use Clubhouse for wrong reasons. You should be on Clubhouse for things that can make you go forward in your career or in your business. That's what I see. It's not there to do other th- otherwise. So when you're on those platforms, create your um, profile, your bio, make sure it's professional. Connect with people of like minds. Nice. When you connect with them, link them to LinkedIn profile and create a relationship with them. You understand? I can give a whole lecture for this. You know, I'm always on Clubhouse every single day. So I can go on and on with all these things but i'll stop right there because you asked for five tips but i'll probably give 100 already already. i'm just gonna stop because i can go on and on
0: (laughs) those are amazing tips so listeners and viewers if you are trying to break into tech or you know anyone that is trying to break into tech Please have them reach out and share this recording, connect with Professor Temi, like she is doing some incredible work. And just so I could recap, in case you missed it early in the segment, here are some of the awards that she has gained so far. 2020 Maryland Cybersecurity Award, Diversity Trailblazer. United Nations CRC 25th Anniversary Award. U.S. Congress Congressional Recognition Award. US Senate Trailblazer Recognition Award. Maryland General Assembly Trailblazer Award. The State of Maryland Governor's Volunteer Service. Charles County Commissioner's Award. Charles County Commission for Women's Award. Prince George's County 2020. Cybersecurity Week Recognition. And those are just a few awards that she has already acquired and many more to come. She is definitely a trailblazer. She's not giving you information that she has not endured herself. She has walked through the tech career and still submerging and learning more by way of her tapping in to get her doctorate in advanced computing. So not only did she say, oh, I'm going to get a bachelor's. No, she went further. She got a master's. Oh, I think I want another master's. She got another master's. So two masters in the game and now a PhD. So n- instead of being Professor Temi Akowumi, it's going to be Dr. Akinwumi. So <laughs> amazing. And then she's helping people who really want to advance in their career or try something new. So Professor Temi, Close us out by telling the listeners and viewers the name of your business, how they could connect with you on social media platform, and give them one to two gems.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, the name of my business is Top Group Technologies. You can search on youth on, on online t o p group. G-R-O-U-P-tech, T E C H dot com. Talkgrouptech.com. And uh, when to, you know, when you go in there, you see all, you know, we provide different programs and services. And my um platform for for training is called my IT University. myITuniversity.com. So when you come on there, like it's showing right here behind me be tech smart, we prep you to be tech smart, we we have courses on there, you can list, you can buy courses up there, and watch them live, and listen to them live, you can join our live classrooms, we have live classrooms, that, that if you want to schedule, you can go on that consultation, um, you can go on that consultation on my IT university, and click to schedule a call with me, so you seek schedule a call, you can schedule it, discovery call with me just call i will guide you i will help you mentor you and you can break in into tech so feel free to do that to reach out to me and uh, also i have youtube channel uh, my youtube channel if you just search for prof temi prof temi p-r-o-f temi t-e-m-i t-e-m-i prof temi all in one word. You will find all my recordings on there. So all different things like a YouTube channel and all of that are there. You can reach to me on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on um, Facebook. We are all there as well on Twitter. But the best way to reach out, if you go on to myituniversity.com, you'll see all the links on there. Just click on those links. So the links are at the foot so you can get to all of those uh, sites to reach out to me. So I thank you for that and Two gems I'll give you is don't give up, okay? Right now, the pandemic is a blessing to take. It's unfortunate that things happened and uh, that through, you know, a lot of people have died and I just pray that their soul will rest in peace and the law will comfort the family. Um, but the the pandemic has been a, eye-opener for tech because now and a blessing to tech because now the jobs are remote. Everything's remote. People now having the opportunity to work two jobs, three jobs from home and make a lot of money. So this is the best time to break into tech. Don't even wait. And if you want, you can also reach out to me. You can even call my number. I don't mind to drop it. Seriously, because I really want to help people break into tech. My number is 240-350-6159. 240-350-6159. 240-350-6159. You can call me, say, I saw you on YouTube. I want to ask you a question. How can you help me break into tech? Break into tech now, make a lot of money, and you will enjoy it, you will love it. Tech is the future, and the future is now. Don't wait and don't delay. And if you can be on YouTube, follow, I mean, if you can be on YouTube, check, check us out. If you can be on Clubhouse, follow our room. It's Tech Powerhouse. Tech Empower House, we are there every single day, Monday to Friday, actually, for now, on 6 p.m. Eastern time. Follow us every day. We always have programs to empower you. Thank you.
0: And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS with Genesis Amaris Camp. You just heard Professor Temmie, and our topic today was break into tech. She said, don't wait and don't delay. The future in tech is now. And until we chat next time, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and hit that bell icon so you could always stay relevant with the new topics that are being put out. And by way of listening on audio, connect wherever you're listening to this amazing segment of the podcast. Until we chat next time, peace, love, And lots of blessings go out and be great because you are a masterpiece and destiny is waiting for you to fully take ownership of who you are and why you were created.